Looking to take your healing to the next level? Whether you're ready to step into the healer role or interested in adding another modality to your healing toolbox, the Theta Healing Certification is the path for you. Three days of subconscious reprogramming, trauma release, chakra balancing, and intuitive work. You'll leave the training with more confidence in your healing abilities, heal generational, childhood, and past life wounds, and the tools and tricks to provide greater results and transformation for you and your clients. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes, and I cannot wait to see you at the next training. Welcome to the Healer's Perspective Podcast, where we have one goal in mind, to heal the healer. I'm your host, Emily, and each week I'll share with you the tips and practices to take you from insecure and undercharging to confidently charging your worth while providing the support needed to share your intuitive gifts with the world. Here, we focus on subconscious reprogramming, spirituality, and support to help you step into that light worker role that you were always meant to be in. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get started. Okay, welcome back everybody to the Healer's Perspective podcast. I have back another very special guest, Kathleen, and she is going to talk to us today about, oh my gosh, so much. Before we hopped on here, I was like, what are we going to talk about again? And she just listed off so much. But before we get into all of the health and the missing pieces in truly being our healthiest self, welcome to the show. And tell us your energy identity. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me back on the show. I listened to our former episode yesterday and my energy identity that I said then was an empathetic leader. And I definitely still very much resonate with that of just like leading with my heart first, but also like I have control issues and I like to be in control. So I still resonate, but I think since that episode, we recorded that almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been really trying to bring more of like a calm energy (laughs) To my life, because I can definitely be chaotic and always on the go. And so I've been trying to find moments in the in my day to be calm and also be that calming energy for other people so that when I have clients or friends approach me with problems, I'm bringing that relaxing energy. So we're throwing that calm energy somewhere in that empathetic leader vibe. I love that. And I'm going to have you say that one more time, and this time without the try, as you and I both know, as Theta Healing practitioners now, we don't say the word try. That is just not in our vocabulary. So what is your energy identity? My energy identity (laughs) is an empathetic leader uh, with a calm vibe. Love it. Love it. Love it. So now you're embodying it. (laughs) So yes, welcome back. I'm super excited about today's episode. And I would love to start off with you telling us a little bit about your journey of stepping into the nutritionist role, how you got there. And yeah, then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, So I don't want to recap too much of what I've already expressed on this show, because like I said, a lot has happened in two years, but very briefly, I got into the nutrition field from 
seeing three women that I was really, really close with go through mystery illnesses from chronic fatigue to fibromyalgia to cancer to one of my friends got, I think, like 40 diagnoses in the span of 10 years, and none of them were accurate. Um, And so just being close with these three women, my best friend from high school, my college roommate, and my mom, like these are all people very intimate in my life. And so watching them go through this, it just didn't make sense to me. They were all young. Uh, they all take a, you know tried to take care of themselves the best they could. And I just didn't understand what was happening. And so it really took, I was making baby steps along the way with my mom and with my college roommate. And but it really took until my one friend was diagnosed with cancer at age 23 to be like, okay, seriously, what is happening? And it's so funny since I've been following you when you've been talking about that healer archetype, I really came into that and was like, I'm taking control of this and I'm going to figure out how I can help you and what can happen. And so since I'd had experience with my mom and my college roommate, I was like, let's lean into food and nutrition and see what the research is out there about cancer and food and correlations between them, either what's causing it or how we can start to heal. So that led me on a crazy journey of ending up writing a book about what I found and including the stories of those three women, going back to school uh, to get my master's in science in nutrition, and starting my own podcast, which you were an amazing guest on, Connecting the Dots, to also talk about the aspects of health that aren't just food. Because even though I got my master's of science in nutrition, I would say 60%, maybe 50% of it was not just nutrition. It's lifestyle. It's emotions. It's exercise. It's are you connected? Are you sleeping? Like that I did so much research on those pieces, not just diet, macronutrients, micronutrients, calories, like there's just so much more to it. And I didn't really know that until I went back to school for it. And I knew that I needed to have an extension of my book that the subtitle is food as medicine. So it really is about food. But I knew that there's more to health. And I wanted to learn about it. I wanted to share about it. And so that's kind of my journey. Uh, This fall, I started my own nutrition counseling business, Kathleen Carney Wellness, after I graduated in August. And that's that's what I've been doing since then. I love that. And you recently added another modality to your healing toolbox, which was Theta Healing, which I'm obviously I'm a little biased on, but so happy that you did that. But tell us about your experience with the training and how that has helped you with yourself or your clients on their healing journey. Yeah. So like I said, in graduate school, we learned so much about health and nutrition specifically, but all of the areas that impact your health and wellness. And a huge piece is emotional health. And I decided to do one of my capstone projects. We had to do it on ourselves. 
And we had to look at our family health history and pick a disease or a disorder that ran in our family and basically create a prevention protocol for ourselves and try it out. And so my family, we're pretty fortunate that there's nothing too alarming, but three of my four grandparents all had a different cancer at one point. And so I was like, okay, what are the biggest risk factors for cancer? And the biggest one is stress. And so I was like, okay, what am I going to do to prevent stress, to prevent cancer? And so meditation and yoga was the route that I decided to do. And so I meditated and did yoga every single day for 30 days. And I tracked my moods, my everything. And what I found was that everything in my life improved when my stress decreased. And that was kind of like the big aha moment that I needed to realize that stress is probably the biggest thing that impacts our life and our well-being. And it's not necessarily like how stressful our life is, but it's how we handle it and how our mind processes that stress and how we perceive it. So I know that was a long answer, but once I started working with you after I'd made that discovery and started doing the manifesting meditations with you and joining um, the conscious creators group that you had started, I realized that there's such a huge part of my life that is being impacted by the way that I perceive stress and the negative beliefs that I hold about myself. And then we had you on the podcast and you were talking about how one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to become a data healer. And you were had mentioned briefly that the training, while you become equipped to help others, a lot of that training is helping yourself. And so I was like, okay, I'm interested. Sold. <laughs> yeah. You know, that ego part of me was like, oh, it's good for me. Okay. So that was kind of my biggest nudge to do it. And goodness, it has been so transformative. I was absolutely terrified to do it. I had never engaged in anything like that. Like as a practitioner, you know, I've had sessions with you. I've seen psychics and tarot card readers and um, had Reiki done. So I've like been in that space, but never myself doing it. And so I was like, I can't do this. Like <laughs> I I don't have any cool powers or anything. <laughs> Um, and within the first hour of the training, you were like, okay, time to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Sent you on your way. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're kidding me. Like, you're actually joking. Um, but you know what? I was like, you know, we signed up, we paid the money. We know that there's, you know, science behind this. We know it's important. So we're going to do it. Um, and I had mentioned in my intro for our podcast episode, that one of the women that I was paired with, the first one, she was like, you need to stop judging yourself. You need to stop comparing yourself to everyone else. And you just need to trust in yourself. And I think 
I'm sure that other people have said those words to me before, but I think being in that space and in that mindset and kind of being like, it's, it's sink or swim. Like I'm going to do it or I'm going to log out of the zoo. <laughs> like there's really no other options. And so I really leaned into it. And that was kind of the start of this whole three-day transformative journey of like really leaning into trusting myself and my intuition and also trusting in a higher power, which we, I mean, I could talk about my journey with that for a long time, but basically I grew up Catholic and really leaned into that. And then when I went to college, kind of leaned away and over the last almost what, like 10 years almost, I have kind of just been like, where does faith fit into my life and what do I believe? But I've always believed in something. And what I really love about Theta Healing is that it doesn't matter the name, the ideology, whatever that you put behind it. It really is just having that faith in a higher power. And so I was really able to lean into that easily because I still, I already had that belief and I liked how the pressure was kind of taken away of like, what is it? Who is it? What religion am I? What, you know, and being able to kind of reinstill my faith and then deeply trust myself has changed the game for me completely as a nutritionist, as a person, just so much. And I can, you know, talk a little bit more about how I used it in the last month to help myself and start with clients. Uh, but also just kind of wanted to share that piece of it because I think it's important for people to know the why behind it. And even if you're not using it in a practice, why I think it's so transformative. Mm -hmm. I love that. And yes, definitely tell us your story. We talked a tiny bit about it before the episode, but how it has changed your life since you've been using it outside of the training. Yeah. So when I was in nutrition school, I actually hired a nutritionist for two reasons. One, because I just didn't feel like I had all the tools and the knowledge yet. And two, I wanted just to see how it works. You know, just like I said with you, like you never really understand what some, something involves until you're in it. So it was kind of like a twofold thing. I wanted help, but I also wanted to learn how to be a nutritionist by seeing one in action. And it was really amazing. I worked with them for six months. I was able to completely eradicate my anxiety. Um, my skin issues started to clear up. My stress levels decreased. And I was able to be held accountable to all the things that I already knew. But there is something to say about working with somebody and stating your goals out loud and putting them into practice. And so those were all amazing benefits of it. Fast forward to starting my own nutrition business. And I was like, okay, I know how this works. I know what I want to do. I have all the knowledge, but I haven't been able to completely heal myself, specifically digestive disturbances and hormonal acne. Those were the two things that they improved so much, but I didn't feel like we're totally 
gone, non-issues, asymptomatic. And I, I felt like a fraud starting my nutrition business because I was like, how can I help others when I can't even help myself? And, you know, that is a big block in itself. Talk about beliefs getting in your way. And, you know, it didn't matter that I had all the knowledge. It didn't matter that I had the training. It didn't matter that I have supervisors that reassure me all the time that I'm doing the right thing. Um, I still was like, if I can't do it for me, how am I going to do it for others? And so after going through the training, and like I said, really instilling that faith in myself and trusting my intuition and of course, my years of schooling and experience and research, I was like, I can do this. Like I have all the tools in my toolkit to heal myself. And maybe working with a nutritionist only got me so far because I wasn't utilizing any of my own knowledge and skills. Like I pretty much just surrendered to them and was like, you know, everything I'm going to do what you say. (laughs) And so I started to meditate every morning and do some of the fading healing practices that I learned in the training. I had done a ton of research on red light therapy, and I had always thought that this was something that would be really great for me, but just hadn't pulled the trigger on it. And so I was like, okay, I, I know in my gut, no pun intended, that this is going to be helpful. Um, I knew that I needed to switch up the supplements that I was recommended by my nutritionist almost a year prior. I was like, these have gotten me so far. Time to use what I know to switch those up. Um, I need to continue with my movement practices, my stress management practices, my detox practices, get eight to nine hours of sleep every night, and lean into those aspects of everything that I know to be true. And so it's been a month since revamping everything, starting to trust that intuition. And I am so excited to say that I'm completely asymptomatic. My digestion has been amazing. I don't know if you can see, but you can see like I have not one pimple. Um, My hormones have been so much better regulated. I didn't have PMS my last cycle. And so I'm not saying that like everything is perfect and that I don't expect to have, you know, bumps in the road coming forward. But I have so much more confidence in myself as a nutritionist, knowing that I can do it for myself. And I I mean, I've seen results for clients since I started my business, but there was just something about not being able to do it for myself that was getting in my own way. I can relate to that story so much. I know that for when I first started doing Theta Healing, I kept attracting those who had digestive issues and celiac disease, and I'd be able to heal them right in one session. And for me, my symptoms just kept coming back. And I kept thinking, okay, well, why can't I heal myself? I can heal everybody else. We reprogram those beliefs. Why can't I do that? And it was actually, I think, probably around six months ago that I finally connected with creator and asked, okay, I'm fed up with this. We gotta, we gotta fix this. We gotta heal this. And I actually got the belief that 
I needed my sickness in order to be a healer. That is the reason why I went into this to heal myself. And with that, I had tied my identity to healer and being able to relate to my clients with holding on to that sickness. And once I reprogrammed that belief, again, through Theta Healing, I no longer have those symptoms. They don't keep coming up. My digestion has been the best that it has ever been. And I'm so truly grateful because it was like that one missing piece of, well, why can't I heal? And I know that for a lot of healers, hold on to that belief, right? That we need to stay sick because that's how we can relate to our clients and that's who we are. And there's that fear of, well, what's going to happen if I'm healthy, right? Because now I'm kind of in the unknown. And again, this is where Theta Healing comes in where we can give ourselves those downloads that, you know what, it's safe. It's okay. We can move forward because we don't need this anymore. And so my next question for you then is, how do you find you're going to integrate all the wisdom that you have gained? Because as you said, there are so many pieces to overall health. How are you going to integrate that? And why is it important to have all of these pieces together for your health? Yeah. So like I had said, when I was kind of listing off all the things that I've been doing for myself, of course, diet and exercise and stress management, I think are like 90% of what it takes to be well. I think that if you are eating the right foods that fuel your body, if you are doing the movement that makes you feel good, if you are finding outlets to healthily and safely manage your stress, you're connecting with others, you are getting good sleep, like that is amazing. And I think for a lot of people, that's almost the full piece of the puzzle. For some people, that is the full piece of the puzzle. They're like, I've got these things in check. I'm good. For people like me, and I think you as well, Emily, there's layers to this shit. And that last piece is that emotional health, that mental health. And for other people, it's also like finding their purpose or their why, or finding out why they haven't found that purpose or why and why they're feeling so unfulfilled. And I think that last 10% can be all the difference. Like I just said, like you just said, We knew what we were doing. We knew the right things to do, but for some reason we couldn't get to the finish line. We couldn't be fully healed until we really, really took that deep dive into our emotional health, our mental health, and, you know, our why of what is happening. And through my own experience and through suggesting my friends to come see you and other practitioners that I absolutely adore that really do focus on that beliefs piece, that emotions piece, that mental health piece. I realized that that is huge. That 10% can make or break how you feel in your own body, in your own life and how you show up. And so I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to integrate that in my practice and how to articulate that to my clients because 
you know, my background is a master of science, very clinical. And a lot of people come to me wanting that they want to me to look at their lab tests. And they want me to tell them what supplements they need to take and what foods they need to eat and how many calories they need to eat and fill in the blank. They want that very clinical guidance, which I absolutely can give. And so I'm still trying to figure out for those clients that are very Western mindset, how to approach this with them. Because for example, I have a client who is very similar to me. It's funny when you said I kept attracting clients that were like me. I was like, she's very similar to me. And she's even indicated that her digestive disturbances are correlated with stress. And she knows this. And so I, in the next month, I'm going to try to figure out how to approach the topic and say, hey, I think that this is a really big piece of the puzzle for you because you are doing pretty much all of the right things. And how can we work together to support that aside from just referring out to somebody Mm -hmm. else? Um, So yeah, I'm still trying to like really figure out the wording, how to approach it, how to integrate it. Um, But I'm excited to test it out, try See how it's received. Cancel clear the try. You will do and you will succeed. <laughs> yep. Thank you. But yeah, see how it's received and see how I can more seamlessly integrate it aside from just asking creator if something is the right call because that's what I've been doing when I've been recommending supplements. I've just been like checking in being like, does this resonate with that person? Yep. Okay, good. But how to really integrate that belief work into my practice. I know that it's going to be a game changer. I know that it's going to set me apart from mm-hmm. pretty much every nutritionist. Um, so I know that it's important. I'm just still working out how to go about it. Yeah. So your clients aren't surprised when spirits end up coming into their session and they're like, I'm sorry, I wanted a supplement. <laughs> non-exorcism what's going on yeah. I wanted a meal plan not not, not to this. connect with um so why do you feel it's important for healers and coaches and practitioners to have this very much holistic and well-rounded approach to healing so many reasons number one is because in our society now everything is segmented you have a specialist for everything. If you have, you know, GI issues, you go to your GI and you have your primary care. And if you're a woman, you have your gynecologist. And if you go to conventional therapy or you seek energy healing, you have that aspect. You have a nutritionist, you have a trainer, like everything is segmented, which can be great. But at the same time, if those experts in your life aren't communicating, are you really getting holistic healthcare? Maybe not. And unless you are the type of person who is going to advocate for yourself and you are going to tell each practitioner, this is what I'm doing. This is what this person said. What do you think? How can we amplify this? How can you coordinate care? Which 
no fault to anybody. No one really talks about this until I became a nutritionist. I didn't even know coordinating care was a thing. (laughs) No idea. Yeah. And so, you know, I ask all of my clients if they're comfortable with me coordinating care with their PCPs, with their specialists, with their therapist, whoever they're working with. Um, And some of them are comfortable with that and some of them aren't. And that's okay. But in my opinion, it's just so important for the people that you go to see to be able to bring in so many different aspects because we are intricate beings. And like I've said before, there are so many aspects to health. And there are so many different outside factors that could be contributing to your well-being aside from the one symptom that you are having or the two symptoms that you are having. And if you're not going to a practitioner that doesn't see the value in addressing all of those areas and that doesn't want to get to the root cause, and for a lot of people, there's multiple root causes. Like for me, there was like five. So like who wants to get down to each of those and start healing each of those aspects? It's just going to be really hard for you to heal. And it's going to be really overwhelming and stressful because at this point, you're going to have six or seven different experts that you are trying to use to your benefit. You're going to be getting different information probably from all of them. And you're going to just be like, oh my gosh, now I'm spending seven days out of my month at different appointments and I'm on all these different protocols and I'm trying to incorporate all these different things. And it's just not going to be sustainable for most people. There are some people that are like, give it, give me all of it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to tackle it. But for the majority of people who have a million and one things going on in their life, it's not realistic. And so you know, to shameless plug myself and other practitioners that I adore. It's just really important to find those people that are going to ask you all of the important questions from what are you eating to what is your environment like to how is your stress and digging deeper into those symptoms because symptoms are exactly what they are. They're symptoms of a deeper problem or problems. And we, yeah, in our field, we just need to be providing people with the answers from that greater lens and not just one sector. In theta healing, we are taught that theta healing is supposed to be used with other modalities. So I know in the disease and disorders book, there's a nutrition section, a supplement section, an intuitive section, because you can't do the healing work. And I know there's been a ton of people that have come to me and hoped, okay, we're just going to remove the beliefs, but I can keep doing the exact same things I used to, right? So I will guide them and say, hey, your body's saying you can no longer drink alcohol because you keep having entities attached to you. And they think, okay, we'll just release them. I'm like, okay, great. But your body and your soul is saying you cannot go back to drinking alcohol. And for even a lot of people, they hope that there's that one modality that's going to heal everything and fix everything. And they don't have to do those other pieces of the puzzle that 
yeah, you can do that one thing. But as we know about creating a puzzle, if you want that full completion, if you want to see the bigger picture, you have to change other parts of your life. You have to maybe add some feng shui to your house, right? If you're in a toxic relationship, you can come to me and you for healing, but until you leave that relationship, you're going to go right back to instilling those beliefs or having those digestive issues or experiencing symptoms of maybe being overweight because of abuse. And we could go deeper into that. But until you're able to work with all the different parts, you're also only going to heal one part of you, right? And you want to heal all of you. So I loved what you said, and I completely agree. So my second last question for you is what piece of wisdom do you have for others to awaken their wisdom within? I think that they need to listen to their body and their intuition. I think a lot of times our society or people in our life tell us to silence those voices or say, well, you're not an expert or you hold that line. Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're talking about or it's all in your head you know fill in the blank with whatever cliche line and at the end of the day you are your greatest health advocate you know yourself better than any other person and unfortunately no one is going to take control of your health and well-being that is all you. Of course, there are people that can support you. There are practitioners that can support you and be dedicated to your journey. But if you're not doing it, if you're not trusting yourself, if you're not advocating for yourself, nothing is going to change and nothing is going to get better. I love that. And I think it's a great message for healers as well. Just we need our own healing as well reach out, ask for help, book those sessions because that imposter syndrome can really be um, harmful to our own healing journey and our business. And when we're able to do the work and put in the work and advocate for ourselves and then we make those changes that allows us to be the successful healers that we want to be for ourselves and for our clients. So where can we find you and what are you creating slash manifesting in 2023? So you can find me at com. There is my blog, the link to my services. Uh, for every podcast episode that we put out, I create a resource guide that touches on topics in the episode that can help deepen your journey. Uh, the format of the guides are information heavy. Then my favorite tools to that you can purchase to help you on your journey and then an activity. So really a fundamental resource for you if something really resonates with you. Because my, my least favorite thing about listening to podcasts is that I'm like all in. And when I resonate with somebody, I'm like, I need to work with them. I need to find their stuff. I need to buy this. I need to do this. And like, I'm like Googling all this stuff. And so I think that's something that really sets connecting the dots apart is like, I'm giving you a complete guide. So if you nerd out like I do, 
<laughs> you have everything that you need. So that's on the website. Um, links to the podcast, my book that I mentioned, um, links to that's on there. So that's pretty much a big one-stop shop. And then uh, on Instagram and TikTok, I'm at Kathleen Cardi Wellness. And my services uh, are, I do one-on-one nutrition counseling. I have a monthly Welcome to Wellness group program that meets two times a month. The first group meeting is a little bit more informational. Uh, my background is a teacher. That was my first job. And so I, you know, get to put my little teacher hat on and give a little bit of information of whatever the monthly theme is. And then the second meeting of the month is like a really fun activity to build community and implement what we learned in that first one. They're all recorded. So if you can't attend them live, that's totally fine. You can do them on your own time. I also do meal planning services and for any company, corporation, I plan wellness programs. So have a wide range of items that I can offer you. And I really look forward to working with any and all healers that want some support because like you said, you're not an imposter for needing help. Every single human being needs support in some area. And I mean, you heard my story. It took me a long time to get over that hump. But once I did, I realized we got this. And your links are going to be in the show notes. So everyone can have that easy resource to just check you out. And I know that for all the healers, once the healers hub is open, you're also going to be in there hosting a masterclass, which is super exciting. So all the healers can get a taste of exactly how you help them. And I know that you help them in amazing ways, as I saw in the training. So I want to say thank you so much for being here, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your calmness to the podcast. And yeah, I cannot wait to have you back on again. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you for the training. Oh my gosh, like I said, you totally transformed as myself as a person and as a nutritionist. And I'm just really grateful for you and for giving me this space to tell my story. Appreciate you. Thank you.